0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Legion 99. I'm Nick. I am here with uh, Mike Cirillo and Mike Barry. How are you doing, guys? Say hi. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Doing pretty well. well. I have a picture this time. You do.
1: Got a fresh new camera. Digging it. did you not have a picture last time? So I came on as a guest last time, and it turns out my webcam may have broken as I was setting it up okay. for that cast. Um, and then I went to go buy a new one, and my Amazon notification told me it was four years old, so I guess it's just time.
0: <laughs> Keegan Keegan put like a little thing that said, like, Mike Cirillo's face here or something like that for the YouTube. It was pretty funny. Speaking of Keegan, he's not here. Uh, taking a few weeks off. Uh, busy life. But uh, we are we're here. We're back from Crucible. We were at Crucible last weekend. Um, uh, a couple people here did really well at Crucible. Um, we'll get into that. Uh, talk about some upcoming events, basically packs, and uh, talk about some uh some meta discussion. Um, should be fun. Probably a shorter, probably a shorter cast too. So, um, there's be just careful. Not- Anytime know, we'll anybody
1: see. says that, it's never it's, it tends cast. to be too
0: okay. Well, that's great. I'm here for the long I'm here for a long time. I guess we've got a few like,
1: talking points that so I'm sure will either be very quiet or very explosive. Okay. So
0: there's no real news, right? Like, I don't think so. Like I think, I think like,
2: the news for the next six months is just everybody whatever, gonna be trying
0: their best to avoid talking about inquisitors. Um, which you did not do when we were streaming with David. <laughs> I avoided it. I didn't say the word Inquisitor once. It's fair. You've already said it twice here. So oh, that's plenty. That's plenty. We'll say it more. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, do we have to? No, we, we don't. We don't. In I fact, I don't really want to talk about it. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm afraid. It all hurts. Um, But uh, yeah, so we were Crucible last weekend. It was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Jordan for uh, doing a great job um he sold like all the tickets but like so many people didn't show up so it ended up being a uh later like like, league <laughs> <laughs> that sounds personal <laughs> I'll leave it alone <laughs> um it was an awesome tournament though I had a lot of fun um great group of people there um all the Florida folks are awesome um uh I played ewoks I'm sorry. Didn't didn't yeah. Well, I mean know, yeah. they look pretty. I got they me do, a speed. They do look I got, pretty good on the table. I want I want a speed paint set again. That's two tournaments in a row that I've won a speed paint set. Keep them coming. Uh, but we'll get into Crucible soon. Uh, upcoming events. Uh, we're all excited for Packs Unplugged here, right? Yes. yes. Uh, um. So, uh, signups are. Basically, you just need a PAX badge and sign up on Game Uplink. However, we're full. We're at 64 players <laughs> signed up on Game Uplink. So, uh, but I do anticipate uh, drops beforehand. Uh, there always are. I do anticipate people's plans changing over the next like month or so. So if you. You were planning to come and you just uh hadn't hit that button yet uh just hit it now and sit there i have a wait list uh reach out to me if it, if that's the case and you're interested in coming um and i'll try and keep people uh as informed as i can um but i do expect uh if you still want to sign up that you'll probably be able to play
1: so also packs unplugged is awesome and you should just go anyway uh yeah, it's in a great part of philadelphia so even if you just like city experience you're in a wonderful walking area of everything it's safe it's safe there
0: safe It
2: it is it was not safe where i stayed it depends
1: on
0: where drumline where did you where did you stay last time
2: (laughs) I i stayed um i think is is everything
1: across the river in new jersey technically yes everything across the river is the badlands okay
2: so i guess the badlands is that
1: like actually the word for it no badlands is a section in philly though that you do not want to go to
2: okay so (laughs) i stayed like right on right across the bridge there's like a there's like a pod of hotels yep like and um every the first night we came back it was like that's camden maybe yeah (laughs) the first night we came back they had cordoned off all of the streets with police officers And we were really confused because we couldn't get to the hotel and um, turns out that's just a thing they do, because they don't want people who aren't staying at the hotels to go to the hotels, I guess, I don't know.
1: Yeah, Uh, you're not really supposed to stop in Camden at nighttime at red lights they're just optional. (laughs) <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. i, I, I mean are. that was definitely that was definitely the
2: vibe i got and i realized why those hotels were a still available and b so cheap when yes. i because i booked it like two weeks before the event last year um so yeah. i would recommend people booking your hotels early and often i think
0: oh i mean yeah we're past that uh i can tell you from experience because i yeah. booked my hotel uh about a month ago i think and it, it was uh yeah i i Uh, I didn't get to like pick, uh, the hotel I would have liked to have stayed at. So, uh, and it's, you know, expensive. So, but you know, it's better than getting shot. Better than getting shot. If that's the 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 alternative, then you. (laughs) there's the The Philly venue
2: itself is
0: really amazing. Yeah. No, it is not a, it is not. Yeah. Uh, uh, but so, uh, a lot of questions too. Uh, PAX is, is, is six Swiss rounds. Uh, it is four Saturday and two Sunday. Uh, why is it four Saturday and two Sunday? Because the con closes at like, I think like six o'clock, like hard closes at six o'clock on Sunday. So we have to be out of there by before then. Um, So we can't fit. It's not possible to fit three rounds on Sunday. So we got to do the fourth round on Saturday. We're going to be doing, uh, basically the con opens at 10. We're going to be starting round one at 11. So it's important that um, if you're, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be running in a little late, please let me know. Please let us know. Um uh we didn't we don't have a problem accommodating people, giving people an extra few minutes at the end of the first round. Um and we'll be doing the the break, the meal break. We're gonna call it a meal break because it's not a lunch break. We're gonna be doing the
1: meal break after round two. Um I actually kind of dig that. Um, the convention hall is great, and there actually are some good food options, but they tend to fill up really quickly over lunchtime. So, actually, just waiting that hour after the lunch hour is going to be just easier for everybody. There's lines will be a lot shorter, yeah. Um,
0: but it's a world open qualifier, so four invites, uh, flight and hotel for worlds up for grabs, uh, for the undefeated player at the end. um, if you have any more questions, uh, there's a player packet or you can just DM me. Are you doing uh, a pass
1: down on invites?
0: Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 And I anticipate it. So I anticipate that a lot of people playing are already going to have those invites and they're looking for the flight and hotel. Yes. So I would anticipate that, like, if you are, if you're like, hey, I'm a pretty decent player, but like, I know I'm not Mike Berry good. <laughs> uh you know you got a really good chance at getting an invite just like based on playing six rounds so do it it's gonna be great um and i don't anticipate there being any new releases between now and then so you know what we what we have now is probably what we're playing with so which is great you know it's good to know i don't have to answer awkward questions about like oh if inquisitors drop the week of they're
1: not <laughs> don't have to they're not
0: we know it's yeah no yeah. i mean they could they could drop a
2: battle force at any moment you know they
1: could they prove <laughs> this <that>. is true <laughs>
2: <laughs> they There's have proven there. that
1: to us um, um though we said earlier we didn't really have any news um we did get one piece of news in the last couple of weeks and it is the rest of the tournaments for the 2023-24 op hmm. season sure um so that does have the international non i uh, sorry non-united states events as well on that schedule gotcha I think they taxes there as well.
0: Yeah. I think AMG confirmed that LVO was a
1: qualifier, but we kind of already knew that. Yeah. I don't think there's anything unexpected there. Yeah. I think if you do want to see the list of places, just head to their new tax never got an official announcement.
0: Like the rest of the offense did. Oh, interesting. interesting. It hurt my feelings a lot.
2: Was there a, a season end date? to the like invite season on that article i just the only reason i will find out is because somebody slipped that in a discord that i was in today and um they said i want to say they said something like the season ends january 15th that might Uh, have been somebody making something up i i actually like i don't have anything concrete this
0: is like from what telephone from what i understand the the season ends at LVO. That's what okay. I was told is yeah. that like, basically LVO will be the last event giving out invites. That could also mean that like, they're not doing, they're not going to accept store championship invites after the 15th, but that seems kind of arbitrary. If like somebody wanted to run one, like, you know, yeah, if, you know, just make it like, Hey, LVO is the last one. So it's the end of January. That's it. Like, yeah. you know, we're not doing them. Yeah. I have so, no idea where that I date don't, actually came.
1: I don't see an official end date, but, LVO is the last one in the U S there is one January 26th, to 28th in at CanCon is that that's not, which US, is though, right? I think that's in Australia. Yeah. It's in Australia. They follow their own rules down there. I mean, it's only one week later, but I think I, that yeah. essentially confirms that right. the, le- I would the, say that January report. is probably the end of the season.
0: Yeah. I, I sure hope so because like, Getting an invite in like the middle of February and then trying to figure out how to get like to Adepticon is like, you know, a thing that could happen for somebody. And I, I don't know. I, I think that like having like an end date a few months out is good. I think. I agree. Like, um, sure. gives everybody, it gives, it also gives like the Adepticon staff like a, a better idea of what to expect. Cause like, I feel like there's a good chance that this world is even bigger than the last one. Based on the amount of uh, like invites that were like the store championships that got invites, you know what I mean? Like for example, um, there was only like one prime championship or RPQ in New Jersey, like mm. period, sure. But, like and it was it was at Top Deck. Like there may have been one up in North Jersey, but like, for example, like we gave out two invites and we're gearing up to do another one soon. And there's other stores in South Jersey that have given out invites and uh, are, are
1: getting ready to. So right. it's like, go ahead, Mike. I think there are more invites passed out this season than we've had in years past, but we're also working with a single year versus like three. Right. So while it's a little heavier stock, so I would wager Worlds is the same size fair and we didn't even fill it last time it I is mean, worth... we, had to, we had to pull like 14 people from the lcq which yeah. is cool that's great not knocking that um but i find it unlikely we go above 128 again
2: it is worth noting that i'm th- pretty sure that uh at adapticon last year about 50 percent of people that had invites didn't actually go yeah um that's a good point too just, just for, and but i think yeah i mean i, I personally some of that know like, like
0: five or six people that didn't go
2: yeah some rate. of that i think is that like they got it like three years ago, and they like they had no interest games. in playing Legion anymore. You know, right. Um A lot. So, of that. so I think the attrition will be far less. But yeah, sure. I think it's really unclear how many invites have actually been handed out at this point.
1: That's fair too. Maybe we can ask somebody. I
2: I'm if sure they actually have that answer. No, they're not going to have that answer. Probably not. They're, I know my store is also about to run our second invite tournament. Um, yeah, I, I saw we're, that. we running it in November, so. um i think i think you're right in that respect i think a lot of stores Mm -hmm. that are capable of doing so are handing out top deck got
0: four they got four kits and like you know we're going to be capable of like giving out two more but we're not going to give out both if we don't hit 32 speaking of uh top deck november 11th uh i still don't have a game uplink because the events manager was on vacation this week so maybe next week (laughs) Mike literally asked me the other day about it. And I'm like, I'm going to go heckle him on Thursday. And I walked in and I'm like, smiles around. He's like, he's on vacation. I'm like, yeah, great. <laughs> so maybe next week.
2: I think we may be coming up for that again. I'm not sure. Yet. I hope
0: so. I know I talked to, I think I talked to Jason and he was planning to come. When um, is
1: your tournament in November?
0: Ours is on the 4th.
1: Ooh, I can so. make that
0: i cannot because that is a weekend i work we just talked about that (laughs) um but yeah uh i don't know i mean uh i think like it's entirely possible that like this next worlds uh has like a higher quality of players too because there were a lot of players that didn't bother to go to the lcq because like it was really ambiguous how many people got to go and a lot of those players have invites now um yeah. And I don't want
2: this to come off the wrong way, but it's probably going to. There were also a lot of players that had invites that got invites when it was like a different game. Yes. Yeah. Um. And like, <laughs> I mean, all of us were <laughs> in that boat,
0: I think, right? It was, yeah. it was, three, we, it was three to be years fair, of but we, yeah, but like, I'm sure that like, uh, I'm definitely a better player <laughs> at this past world than I was three years ago when I got that invite before COVID yeah that's very fair (laughs) um
2: so uh, yeah i think i think i'm expecting i mean i think we can expect every worlds to kind of progressively yeah um gain in skill as long as the game is gaining ground which i think it probably is i don't think we have any metrics on that actually but
0: um just sales probably but like we don't have those exact numbers they just tell us things and it's
1: all like you know who knows? I would Dude. wager that you could. I think that... put a soft metric on the fact that our larger to larger conventions are continuously getting larger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, they're even getting even,
2: bigger. There's even more. If it's of only them. ten
1: to twelve people a year, that's still it's a net positive, and they're filling, and we're seeing more of them pop up. Mm-hmm. So I think you know there's a lot of people that go to multiple events, so it's very hard to track that for sure. But right, the events are filling, and there's more events than there were in the past. For sure, a lot more. It's great to see. Um, should we, should we move into one of the events that just happened? Yes. Crucible. So Crucible was at
0: the Universal Doubletree in Orlando, um, which is right. Conveniently, just a short walk from or Universal Studios, right? Mike, you went. Yes, it is. I walked that like yes. six fucking times. That's <laughs> wild. Cause it's not like, like I, I looked at like when we, when like my brother dropped me off at the hotel and I'm like. Well, I don't see City Walk, so I'm not going. <laughs> right, you can't it's it see the far. It seemed far. Right? Yeah, I'm a quick walker, and it was about a 15-minute walk. But I'm also a lot bigger and in worse shape to do so. Yeah, walking in Florida in September was not appealing to me. Um, it was so humid. The, the temperature wasn't too bad, but like the humidity was, you know, Florida's stinky humidity. So, but uh, inside it was great. The venue was pretty good uh yeah. i actually was like pretty happy staying at the hotel and like
1: the actual venue and what they offered it was nice um it was actually cold in the room for a lot of it which was a nice change of pace from a lot nope. of the other conventions i'd rather have to put on yeah. a long sleeve t-shirt than sit there and sweat we too. were
0: we were sitting at the streaming table like uh on saturday like for the for game one and like we all kind of got a little chilly it was like it was, it was actually yeah it was actually like kind of cold in there but uh jordan put on an excellent event it was a heat heat based event so uh friday saturday you only got to play in one we all three played on friday um yes friday had like i think 23 or 24 players and then saturday saturday had a lot less uh like 16 i think when they started the day a lot of drops a lot of people didn't make it um unfortunately uh but uh I don't think we're going to go into like uh individual battle report type things here because that would be a lot and uh we also is like over a week ago now so uh uh but uh i did bring bright tree village with me yeah uh, i won two games which was was my goal goal. it was my goal i hit my goal um my first game i played against one of the locals and he was playing playing uh anakin triple barks um and i was on this pretty sweet table that had this little wall right outside my deployment zone and i just like there's like pictures on tld but like i literally hid my entire army behind that wall it was kp and everything was like a climb and a move over the wall <laughs> so like to the kp so it was like we're just gonna sit here until you come either come fight me or i just outnumber you 12 to nine and i'll just like wait um, he tried to get his barks around and I killed barks with, uh, full commandos and Han and Chewie. And, uh, yeah, uh, I ended up winning that game. It was a lot of fun. Um, I also, it should be known. I went to Disney Springs the day before with my brother and I bought an Ewok horn because they have an Ewok battle horn in the Disney stores that sell star Wars stuff. And I walked, we walking through them and I was like, uh, yes, I need that please. That was the best $14 I ever spent. Every single time I charged an e walk uh, all day on Friday, I blew the horn and it was, did not sound like a battle horn. It sounded like, uh, a large harmonic, a large, uh, kazoo basically. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was entertaining. I had a blast the whole weekend. Um, Round two, I played Steve and Sylvia. I played him earlier in the year when I went to Tampa for uh, a local tournament that Jordan was hosting. This time around, uh, he bested me with uh, his callous Boba Fett, 6T21 Stormtrooper Specialists, and an IRG with Protector uh basically every single time one of his t21 shot me it was like four or five crits and ewoks just died so i think we played into like round three uh and i couldn't kill boba fett i shot boba fett with like five units and he made uh 15 of 16 saves or something like that uh it was gross yeah it was it, it felt bad uh so i shook his i said hey i'm just gonna run 3po this way so that you can't table me and he's like that's fine so we (laughs) called it um and then game three uh i went against uh a double dark trooper Gavlist, and i somehow won uh it was pretty wild uh ewoks charging into dark troopers is funny (laughs) getting like one wound (laughs) here and there it was pretty funny uh, I ended up winning because we played recover and uh, Han's change of plans is really, really good. Uh, being able to tell, like not allow the dark trooper to teleport to my boxes turn two, meant that my Ewoks were able to just kind of like uh, chase down his dark troopers while my commandos uh, shot at his troopers that never picked up any of his boxes. So I ended up winning the game. I killed all of his troopers except for the dark troopers. And the, I killed everything except the dark troopers in the tank. And he never got anything to pick up his boxes. So I ended up winning, I think, like three to one. Um, the the Gav being able to teleport dark troopers is uh, an awful dirty trick. And I hate it. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a I, lot of points. It, it is a lot of points. I, I'm not saying it's like. I, i'm sorry i'm not saying it's like broken or busted it's just like if you haven't seen it before and like i hadn't actually seen it before but i knew i understood like in theory what it was trying to do it was just like it was like huh it's like yeah it's like now that dark trooper's on the center box turn one and he's gonna grab it and then the other dark trooper's gonna like go in and teleport somewhere it's neat it's 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 neat uh this game's fun it's yeah <laughs> I didn't play Asajj. But that was my weekend. I went in with the, I painted up. a. I got my, I got like my real invite at Nova. So I went into this with like, I'm just going to have fun. And I had about three weeks to prepare. So I ended up painting up some like fresh commandos and Han and Leia to like better match my Ewoks. And like, because also those models are like six years old. So uh, six years of playing with models that I painted that long ago. Uh they look like crap. So like I went in trying to go for best painted and I won Best Painted on the day. Uh I did not win best overall painted. So, but uh pretty great result. Uh I was happy. I had a
1: lot of fun. Um Ewoks. Ewok's. You mentioned that this was the first time you played Chewy on foot in the Ewok list. Yes. Um, how did it go? Because we saw uh, that pretty we good. saw that with Han do pretty well at the, the French Open.
0: Um, yeah, like The ATST has the problem where like it just dies once it like starts attacking or something gets ranged one of it. Um, Chewie's able to like, you know, guardian and use protector and his gun is still really good teamwork with Han is excellent. Like,
1: uh, it's a lot more flexible. Um, I liked it a lot more did the order um, control hurt at all? Cause I know that was one of the big things. You were that was one about.
0: of my concerns. Uh, no, uh, having C's was great. I forgot to use it in one of the games, but I didn't need it. So, you know, but like having C's helped, like you can get orders on Chewy once in a while, um, with Han's cards or with, uh, Leia's cards. So, and you're all, I was, I only took two bright tree cards. I took, uh, air assault and, uh, for the tribe, the three pit that's, that gets dauntless and relentless, uh, Otherwise, I took, like, Leia and Han cards. So um, it was good. Uh, A lot of flexibility. Also, like, I had Underworld connections on both Han and Leia so that they could, like, have complete, like, flexibility with all of their orders. And that, like, you know, when people saw that, it was like, oh, I guess I need to be aware that, like, he can kind of do whatever he wants with his command cards a little bit, like, where, you know, it's, a like, 10 points is a lot for that, essentially. To, for just a couple orders, but reckless
2: um, diversion on an Ewok is it's funny. But if if you can put yeah. it in the right location on the board, is it yep crazy just, powerful.
0: Yep, yeah, because you just put like they can only see the leader, and then you just hide everything else, and it's like you have to shoot it seven times before it dies. Yep.
2: Essentially, well, or so. I think it generally means your opponent's just not going to shoot that turn. Correct. But yeah, yeah, which which um, is a win.
0: Yep. But uh, yeah, I had a a great time.
1: I got pretty Uh, lucky. I ended up going 2-1 and on Friday and then started to drink. And then (laughs) the player that beat me round three ended up dropping because he couldn't play Sunday. So I got to play in the shadow round in the fourth round. I actually got to play an Ewok list on stream, which was a fun time. I haven't been on stream in like three years. (laughs) So I had a little bit of nerves there. Um, but he played the Chewy ATST version, and unfortunately, the comment that you made about as soon as the ST shoots, it's in trouble. Um, it took me like four activations to kill it.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's so happened a it times.
1: dropped pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. But I played a Triple Magna, which was a little bit of a meta call because I kept losing to Blizzard Force over the past two months with the mm-hmm. new Commander Vader rules with Cad Bane, um, and I couldn't suppress the core. I can, or sorry, I couldn't suppress the core because he just compels them, and I couldn't kill Commander Vader because he's in extra health and has two med bots. So I decided to swap Cad for Asajj, and it actually ended up working pretty well. Um, she uh, she killed like three Jedi and a Dark Trooper across the weekend, nice. so I was pretty happy with that. Um, I played against the Maul Pike spam round one, uh, one of the local Florida guys. He's a great player, but uh, it was the six Capo disruptor list with mm-hmm. Maul and two more Capos.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good
1: and playing a droid gun line. It was not the thing that I wanted to start my head on. because <laughs> <Nope. laughs> uh, I didn't kill a model till like turn five. <laughs> yeah, your
2: your range 4 critical poke is real bad against that list.
1: Uh, it is useless against that list, yeah. like flat out. So, uh, we played some KP and I was able to kill them all on turn five with Asajj, and then swarm the middle because I had more activations and uh, kill a capo at the Magna. So, it was a nice. pretty good game. Uh, game two, I played double Dark Trooper Vader which was actually kind of wild. We ended up playing Intercept, which didn't feel the worst, but we also played Rapid Reinforcements. Oh, uh, no. Oh, yeah. So I had the choice no. of either playing KP Limited or Rapid Reinforcements Intercept, and I figured at least with Rapid, I can shoot with the Magna. Yeah. Um. So it ended up being okay. He did what you expected him to do with the Dark Troopers. Yeah. Um. But I just threw three magna and assage straight towards them, and was able to win the attrition fight there, because I could kind of poke on the way in.
2: Yeah, uh, it almost feels like you probably want to keep your magnas out of melee in that situation.
1: Yes, I I kept them range too, because yeah. you get the impact too from the uh, RPS. Yeah, 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 tell you what though, it almost backfired because really? the dark troopers shoot way harder than they do, and if I'm just gonna be crit fishing for, then they punch, and if I'm just gonna be crit fishing. For most of it outside of the impact too i actually think it would have been safer in melee so i want to i want to play a test game and see how that how that goes at some point
2: i don't know i think their melee pool is
1: good enough
2: that probably doesn't matter like like i think yeah i, I think whether you're taking the shot or the or the melee the melee might be a little bit worse but you're also trading that for your impact and like
1: yeah, yeah. The, the problem is with the the Retinue new aim from commander vader it mm-hmm. was very common that i was taking eight to nine saves yeah. on a magna um yep. and that just wouldn't happen in melee that's fair but you know it'll, it'll be worth a test at some point because i'm sure we'll see more dark troopers if yoda becomes a thing and i think yoda will become a thing or is no. a thing we'll see <laughs> uh game three i got to play against the new wookiee battle force with the <laughs> flutters and the yoda um did you play it was it the really pretty
0: flutters like, yes. the one... Oh, man. The one yes. guy's on base yeah. were... They're beautiful. They were yeah. crazy.
1: Nuts. Nuts. Arguably, awesome. the Wookiees looked better, which is crazy because those flutters were insane, but if you, like, looked at those little sure. Wookiee models, they the detail good. that was in the like the battle shields and in the grass on the base was yeah. insane.
0: Jordan had a rule for painting that like, he wasn't like you weren't considered if like you didn't paint it yourself. If that guy had just not said anything that he used a commission painter, like there's zero <laughs> chance I would have won. There's <laughs> zero chance. I looked at that flutter and I'm like, yeah, there's zero chance I'm winning this painting. Commission. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I used a commission painter. And we were like, oh, I mean,
1: it, they look really, crazy.
2: really good. <laughs> yeah, they did.
0: <laughs>
1: Those... uh, and bye. like, yeah. I almost got tabled that game. Um I got I a little unlucky with the magna dice against the Wookiees and everything kind of steamrolled from round two and I was just running B1s away with the boxes on recover so that I didn't get tabled. Um so that was a little rough. But yeah, you know, I ended up losing that one, got through on the drop, won the fourth game, and then got to sneak into day two and get my invite. Because I did yeah! not leave myself much room for error before a depth count. I left myself uh, like two tournaments and they were both major cons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took it to I play guess. against Liam for the first time, uh good face yep. one of uh Florida's shining lights. Um he was playing at Commander Luklist. He was really good. Yeah, I hear he's good. Not yeah, as we... good as not as good as us us up here, but you know, it's fine. Hey man. You said that, not me.
2: Winter is coming, Northman.
1: <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> fun though, after I won that game. I walked over to watch the end of years, Mike, as you were wrapping up. So we did our for the North chant. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah. then I ended up making it to the final to get smoked by Mike.
0: I think I yelled. I, I think I yelled the North remembers based on the fact that like uh, I still like they came into ACO two years ago and they were it was Liam and uh, Austin in the like in the final. And they had beat like Bushman, Orc, Evan, like they just ran through the Northmen, <laughs> and I just like I was like, oh, if Mike wins, I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna troll, but like, yeah, it was great. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize
2: it was the exact same too.
1: It was yeah, yeah it was okay. yeah. That's that's that make, that's funny. Okay, we, we had to we had to put him down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had to put him down. <laughs> I love it. But uh, no, it, was a, it was a fun tournament. Um, I think Asajj was a really good medical with all the, the Jedi and such, like I mentioned. Um, Magna or Magna, they do their job.
2: They're so good.
1: But Ma- my God, B1s are dog shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're so, they're bad. so bad. They just don't so... do anything anymore. They die too quickly, and their critical poke just is not <laughs> enough. I mean, Ewoks are worse. That makes you feel better. I mean,
2: I, I actually think... I think if you take, like, five or six of the range four guns they're not the worst core you can overwhelm that's just it's
0: expensive like money wise
2: the issue is that like once you're moving into like the range three gunfight you lose all advantage you
1: had yeah um the other thing that makes it tough is that if you bring we'll say four to five of the e5s you lose the ability to bring a lot of the things that cis has that are good against the meta at the moment um you have to cut down the two magna, or if you want to bring a focus piece, you're looking at almost nine activations, and it's just not it's not a good place to be. It's it really relies on those crits forcing blanks on the other side on that first two rounds. And that doesn't happen a lot these days with all the defensive tech that's out there. There's a lot of SA, there's a lot of like surge sharing. There's yeah, barrier. That's it's, very fair. It's definitely not. I should I guess I should be clear. B1s are dog shit, but you can still make a list with them. Just don't expect them to work past like B tier.
2: They are not gonna be very effective against the S tier lists in the meta right now. I think or even really the A tier it... lists quite. That, yeah. Um there's a lot of a lot of things that just don't care.
1: Yeah. Like if I force to fight with those pikes in game one, I'm gonna get obliterated. I just hid for four turns and then poked out. Yeah. Like... Yeah.
2: I mean a situational awareness. Uh, just, I mean, like, it's good that it costs four points instead of two Mm -hmm. because at two, it was kind of crazy. Um, but like, even you know, like, Austin's list that he was running had situational on like the meaningful units. Like, that's definitely not a matchup you want to run into with your B1s or Magna card. Like, you have to close to melee basically (laughs) to start dealing damage, right? And
1: to close to melee, I have to sit in that two to three bubble for a turn, right? And that's where the army just falls apart. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was a good learning experience um to paraphrase you and a number of other players that i talked to i need to stop handicapping myself Mm -hmm. so i'm going to stop (laughs) and i'm going to go back to gar because i played it for three months before i decided to scratch my droid's itch
0: great 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 i look ready for our test games nick you're gonna have a blast yeah
2: gonna be great guys yeah
0: i mean like no i am i'm excited because like is really good, and like the more practice I get against it, you know, the better. Okay. Yeah, I just got I gotta decide uh, what I might play for worlds. Uh, I, I I have no idea. Um, I'm not sure anything in Rebels is gonna cut the mustard, so to speak. Uh, but we'll see. I have, I I have thoughts about that.
2: I think I think I think Rebels still has some Rebels. I think it's are in a tough. better place than Separatists agreed for whatever that's worth um probably and by by what i what i think is a substantial margin um just due to their like unit sizes and and their range advantage cassian is a one-man army to some extent
1: yeah and, and i think if we're talking about like the ahsoka cassian fd concepts you know different versions of that but if that's the skeleton we're working off of that's also a lot less table dependent than a lot of the cis lists
0: um you know yeah.
1: if it's a wide open table you got to be careful with your core but a wide open table means cassie and the fds are gonna feast yep and they're gonna feast from a range that the separatists can't fight back from yep um yeah and i really like
0: ahsoka is that second operative to k2 she's just she's good so flexible so good <laughs>
2: yeah i do think that there's probably room there like i i think like cassian and fds are definitely the basis of any good rebel list right now i think what you can put in that ahsoka slot can vary sure um i don't i'm not even sure it has to be a jedi um
0: so what would like other than like boba fett what are you like considering there in that second operative um because like uh, I feel like Sabine and Din both are like they need points out, I think. Um, I don't know.
2: I mean, I I could see a very um like scrappy like Sabine Clan Ren like cut the dark saber and um, right and just like kind of go in on like units that can operate um. Like I don't think you take more than that as far as Mandos go, because I honestly don't think the regular Rebel Mandos are very good. But I do think Clan Ren is quite excellent as long as you've got situational on them. Um and I think, you know, between like you've got Cassian and your FDs to punish to kind of force your opponent into an engagement with your close range units, and then you can kind of like use Sabine and the Mandos to Kind of navigate whatever situation you create with that. I don't I don't know if it's better, but I do think that um
0: just I let think me. there's
2: I think there's play there for sure.
0: They just need to let let me take three
1: operatives and one commander. I think oh that would that would help a lot as well but <laughs> yeah. I don't see that changing in the next couple I, I, months. I, I want that. That's what but, I want. <laughs> I don't disagree with the idea of the Sabine Mandos. Um the only downside is that you probably still need to at least consider the darksaber for the dauntless factor
0: yeah um, for sure. not
1: even for the attack but she's only courage right to... dauntless yeah. is there's a is lot of good. suppressive guns these days um we're still i mean there's still the blizzard cards there's the fds she can get poked a lot quicker than she used to totally and uh you know that's going to be a little table dependent but there's probably some play there
2: yeah the dark saber definitely costs too much on her for sure Should um that's that's really the only reason i'm uh, suggesting you cut it at all that's to be honest um
1: is it still 15? I think so. It's it's
2: yeah, it's I think, insane. I think she's like 140 with the dark saber. It's insane.
0: Right? She's like, yeah, she is 140 with the dark saber. It's insane. And you it's have insane. to take situational on insane. Like yeah.
2: there that's not
0: really I think for... SA SA is staple to her, and then it's and it's unfortunate because like there like there are so many characters that would just love to have that second training that a few characters do have. Like she would love to be able to take up close and personal to generate a name and then, you know, essay to back it up. But if you're not taking Darksaber, you also have to take Grapple Line, I think, especially if you don't. Oh, 100%. Play. I think
2: Grapple Line Sabine is not played enough at all.
1: I think it would be played more if she wasn't 149 at that point.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think you got to cut the Darksaber because yeah. it's just,
1: it's, I don't know. Yeah no that's that's she's... an interesting point point. and then if you're looking at that price point i mean maybe there's a din play maybe yeah i think it depends on what the rest of the meta shakes out to be
2: for sure um i definitely think uh if crucible has taught us anything luke skywalker is still in the conversation even even yeah. though like people are like really down on him i don't know why he's still commander luke is still a good piece like he's and by good, I mean, like, C. like, you know, he's fine. You can take him and win games. Like,
1: He's not going to lose you a game, but he's probably not going to win it for you without making the play that needs to be made. Yeah, you know, He can't carry as easily. Absolutely. I, I would just rather have Ahsoka for a few more points.
0: That's like where I sit. Like, I guess it's like 155 versus 165. Versus Why not one? both? i've tried it it's fun uh <laughs> the pieces around it are awkward there, um there. yeah you can't really fit cassian and like if you can't you can do like cassian k2 Lucas Soga, but everything else is just like three rebel troopers three strike teams they are like two strike teams even it's like real real thin um but yeah i mean uh also uh ed's list was wild <laughs>
1: uh yeah for those who do not know he uh he was playing in operative luke r2 essentially yeah. double gunless land speeder and three full commando list yo full commandos hit really hard
0: uh While they protecting have the- them protecting okay. them is difficult and i was there was a but it was coming <laughs> protecting them is very difficult like when people ignored them in my games with bright tree like when people don't like try to kill the commandos they often lose because uh if they get to range three like i one shot in my game three i one shot a stormtrooper squad like i just straight up one shot them
2: one so, shot things is fun man
0: it is <laughs> we I don't mean, get to no. do it often in rebels unless we have a lightsaber but uh yeah, I don't I don't play arc troopers. That's my problem. It is my problem.
2: Come right. to the dark side. We have we have arc troopers.
1: I hear I hear they're good. I have a couple yeah. of nicely painted ones. I'm staring at right now. There you go. Yeah. I'll just live vicariously through you, Mike.
2: Go for it. I will continue to play them.
0: It's not off the table. Yeah. I have I have republic stuff. It's painted. Uh, my phase ones look so bad, but it's fine. I have a hard time believing any of your stuff looks bad Nick. Oh, I know, but it's like, well, it's like what it's like they look bad compared to like my phase twos and my art troopers that look like because like that was when like I wasn't airbrushing when I painted my phase ones okay. and I was airbrushing when I painted phase twos and art troopers. So it's like they look considerably like the armor color is like completely different. Like if you look at the phase ones by themselves, like, yeah, they look like oh, they're they're phase ones, white armor. but then you look at them next to the phase twos, you're like, Oh, they look worse. <laughs> it's white it's like, versus bone white. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just yeah. But I, at one point, I was like, I'm gonna strip them and repaint them, and that is a mistake. Uh, stripping those soft plastic models
1: is a chore and a half. Uh, no, never again. Okay. So we've mentioned a few times, like the meta, and what we think pieces work around. I guess the point that we probably could make is what is the meta right now. Um. And I do, think we, it's, do we actually have one?
2: Yeah, I think it's still shaking out a little bit. Um. I th- uh. Yeah, I think to me the rebel lists are obviously like, FDS and Cassian plus right, Ahsoka probably. Um. I think. CIS, if you're not playing Magnus, you're probably doing it wrong. Um,
0: 100%.
2: And I think those are like what I would consider probably like, I think CIS is probably sitting in like the C to D tier. Um, I think the rebel lists are somewhere between like B minus to an A minus situation. And then you've got Empire and Republic. And I'm I think until like a month ago, I thought Empire was like significantly far ahead. Um,
0: I think it's Republic.
2: I, I, yeah, it's possible. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna like sound the battle horns and say Republic is at the top of the heap, but.
0: Cause it would sound
2: biased. It would sound biased. And I do that anyways. Most of the time. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think, like, like Blizz is still really good. Um, it has to be, it's no longer, like, you can just pick this up and do well. You yes. actually have to be, like, a competent player or, like, a good player to do really well with it. Yeah. Like, so, like, credit where credit's due. Like, most, I'm only really scared of Blizzard Force now if, like, I know the player is, like, a good player. Like, yeah. it's no longer just like, oh, this feels bad. <laughs> but,
2: I I will say, like... The new, the new like Yoda line list I've been playing rips it apart, it's not super close. (laughs) Um,
0: so what did you play at Crucible then?
2: Yeah, so I played Yoda, Padme, Double Arc Trooper, um, Phase Two Mortar, two Phase One Z6s, and a uh Echo Strike team. Um, it's really good. I, yeah, I if you want know. to
1: see it in action, you can check out uh Base's Vase's stream of day three in the final game. Yep. yeah.
2: Yeah, um it, it is a really good list. Um I've been thinking about it a lot over the past like week, and um I've only really felt this way about one other list, and I think this one is better and the list that it makes me. That, that it like feels similar is not a list anybody else wants to hear the name of because it starts with Rex and ends in Star. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it, it did kind of feel like playing against a, a version of Rex Star because you knew that the giant six-aim shots were coming and you knew that you couldn't stop them. You just had to hope that you saved out of it. Yeah. Uh, obviously the way that it sets up for that is very different and where it comes from is different, but it, that concept felt a little bit like a, like a flashback.
2: That that was how the weekend felt to me too, to be honest with you. He was um, like, it's back. It's it back is. everybody. It is. Yeah. And, and I think maybe more importantly, it had a lot of play beyond like Rex star kind of had like the one trick, right? It was, it blurted, just
0: killed everything. It just everything, shot everything all the yeah. time. Uh, a list like yours is a lot more flexible to, you know, you can flex into like playing for objectives and things like that. If you're being outgunned, it's, things it's like that.
2: It's also significantly more defensive yes. when it needs to be, you know, like four out of the six command cards, put multiple shared dodges yep. on the table before the turn starts. And one of them is repeatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're playing it multiple times a game. Uh, and they, and they also do other things. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah i mean i'm not i i've seen like a lot of people being like oh man like the yoda line is like the new the new big bad beast in the room i'm not sure that that's true um and also like i i don't know i'm feeling a certain type of way about like people like oh mike played a list now it's like the the like pillar of the meta thing (laughs) like 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 um but i do think it's very good and i've been i've been sparring one-on-one against uh josh grimmer who won nova with blizzard um and he's very frustrated playing into that yoda list right now (laughs) like um and he would tell you the same thing i don't so i i but i also think like the Rebel FD Cassian list might actually have some serious play into it. Um, I haven't really played a ton of that matchup, but it does struggle a little bit with dealing with things that can overwhelm it past like range three, you know? And and like, Mike, I know that our game f- felt like a lot of pretty one-sided, but like the critical force spam, you were kind of like jamming into me and you didn't have that much of it like right. you were dealing damage
1: that. yeah and that's we um we kind of talked about it on the on the post game of it um i did not not have plays and i was forcing saves and i chewed through the barrier i chewed through the dodges i made you actually roll dice there are ways to combat it yeah and i didn't even have a very optimized version of that
2: yeah like like if, if in our matchup like you you had like i don't know like two or three more range four guns with critical and then yeah. like like, I think that the the game could have gone very differently. I'm not sure that, like, the issue that the I think the this new list presents to the meta, if we're, like, kind of circling back to that conversation, is, like, you kind of can't step into range three of the list without just losing a unit instantly. Um,
1: and I, I hate to keep harkening back to a single example, but that's kind of what happened is that when we jousted for the first two turns, like, I was pretty even. But as soon as we realized that for intercept, the entire thing was range three from like, I'll say large blocker to large blocker. And I had to commit that's where you can kind of see the fold because that's where your, that's where that list can really shine. You know, yeah, the S plus version
2: so, for sure. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I started doing like this weekend was pretty much just jamming the list into the middle of the table as early as possible. And just like setting up the zone, like I'm I'm already here. I don't have to move off the middle objective because, or, or move to it. I'm already here. You're going to have to play into luminous beings, figure it out, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, and it presents a real challenge in that respect Um, because you don't, you feel like you don't want to like walk into it early. And it, that's something that I think perhaps most importantly, the Anakin lists cannot do in the same way that the Yoda lists can. Um, Correct. Uh, which is frightening
1: and if we're going to talk about that um continuing to circle back to the meta discussion arguably one of the reasons that gar feels a lot further ahead to some players in empire is that the empire lists are not very settled at the moment i agree empire has been hit by a lot of nerfs in the last what four months at this point five months Um, and we're still kind of shaking out like what's consistently good and every time you go to a tournament you see a, a different empire list and the sample size of matchups that we're getting against different Republic CIS lists are very small and they're snap decisions. And one of the things that I think will probably come back if we continue to see more people go towards Gar is um uh Josh Tavera of Peregrine was playing a, an Aiden boba, essentially like triple sniper high velocity spam list. Oh, and like that's got enough to make you roll dice. Um like you can probably crack a Yoda list with that. You know, you still have barrier, but Aiden is going to force the barrier to flip every single time she shoots.
2: Absolutely, so and and Inferno Squad is going to going to get in there too, right?
1: Yep. And then we haven't even talked about the snipers and or Boba slash eighty eight yet because you'll probably have one of those. So like, you've got ways to punch damage through with that list, and you'll force the saves to be the you know deciding factor in in a sense. So we might see more of that come back in if we see a lot of if we see a lot of Anakin, if we see a lot of Yoda. Yeah, and even that list can chip a Dark Trooper list. It's gonna struggle against two to the full two, but you can chip down a single dark pretty quickly with that that spam.
2: I think to me, like the snipers and the FDs, um, and like the inferno squads, and it kind of presents a game where you're like taking all these like range five threats, which is great in in those matchups, but I think it opens the door for a lot of like like Magnus spam like Magnus are gonna walk over those lists once they I love seeing them. <laughs> so you know, like, um, and I think you know, uh, all of a sudden, like, if this Kashyyyk battle force is as good as it looks on paper, you know, we we've seen some like decent results with it at um, what was it GS GSG? I think Hobb was playing it, and um, I think he was either in the finals or the semis, um, like like that list doesn't care about snipers like you want to you want to do a wound to me that's cool (laughs) right yes i get to move now (laughs) yeah and and i think um i think the issue with the snipers as far as the meta is concerned is that it's a very rock paper scissors answer to the the republic problem and i think it has some serious deficiencies into other things um that you know sometimes you just don't run into what you're trying to counter, right? That those those lists are counterpicks. Yeah. They're yeah. they're not they're not as good at playing the table as other lists are.
1: They're also a little bit of table dependent. You know, if you get a super dense table and you're trying to set up sniper lines, like good game. Yeah. Yeah. If I have if I have that six inch middle blocker, like you're just never gonna get to shoot. Agreed.
2: So yeah, I mean like I don't know. That's kind of like those are the things that are like my take on the meta. I think like we've got Blizz. I think I also think that there's like a the Luke Cook like twelve activation. Mike, I know you like worked on that list with him, like like that kind of scares me playing Act Yoda to be honest. It like, hasn't I'm gotten in when something
0: gets a go four times after you you have to be really careful.
2: And it's all high velocity or like pierce yep. surge crit sort of situations. Like I think the thing is like if you like get in there with like a Boba and like take a like range 3 shot at the end of a turn, like you better hope I don't get a hold of you on the the you know flipping flipping over to the start of the next turn
1: i, I need to win the whipcord roll off
2: yes <laughs> right <laughs> um because if you don't you're you're really screwed yeah. um but
1: no, like the know. only thing that we were scared of um and I'll, I'll just say we because i know we were the only two people that brought it to worlds yes um, 100%. <laughs> the only thing we were actually scared of was the dark trooper matchup because we really just rely on crits <laughs> The only impact that we have there is Boba Fett. So we have to just crit down the Dark Troopers. Um, but we're pretty comfortable against Jedi. We're comfortable against other vehicles, you know, white save armor. Um, it's just there is a belligerent amount of consistent dice, and it doesn't care when anything goes other than Boba, and Boba always has an order.
2: Yeah, I do think for that list, and, you know, like it has issues against Dark Troopers potentially, um... I think to me the the most like unsolved thing about the meta is where armor is going to land, and where like our Dark trooper is going to be a thing that is good. Is Tempest Force double or triple ATST a thing that you're going to have to account for? Like in this latest tournament, I just like I threw out all my RPSs and was like I'm taking better weapons, um, and I I got a lot of flack for that on the Discord the other day, and I was like look, like, I don't know it was medical like and it and it played out. I played against 188 ATST and I vaporized it still. Um, like, I, I just like, I, th- I think as far as the meta shakes out, like, if those things are being taken and right now they are not, it like vastly determines what lists can be taken.
1: I don't expect it to land strongly. Um, I do think you'll still see those rogue lists you know, that have the couple ATSTs and Tempest Force. But even the new Wookiee Battle Force hits armor real hard. Armor tends yeah. not to have enough dice to chew through the Wookiees if they're going to be in cover. Um, yep. There are ways to run the Fluttercraft and Bowcasters on the Wookiees. So you're looking at impact and pierce whenever, whenever they shoot, plus whatever crits come through. I don't know, it, There's still the Magnus spam because there are going to be people that run it because whenever you see a droid list, you're going to see two to three of them. I just don't think that armor is going to land in a consistent place again. You might still see the bus Black Sun idea, but you can kill a bus. It's only eight health. It's not going to be meta-defining.
0: You don't bring it and expect it to survive, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> Dark Trooper still the big scary armor thing, I think.
2: I think uh, so, too. I, I still think they're probably pretty good.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. They are. <laughs> uh, they they are. Um I think like a lot of people just got scared off when they went up in points because they did get quite expensive. Um, Yeah. And being able, like can't Guardian them anymore. So no more cheese. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I think like originally with like thinking about like starting to take FDs seriously, like I started looking at FDs pretty seriously. uh, I guess about a year ago, it was around PAX time. And um, knowing like, I guess, well, I guess, no, it would have been after packs, probably before Gold Sprue, right? Yeah, because I took one to Gold you did. Um, We knew Dark Troopers were coming, and they were full armor, and that was terrifying, and it was like, you know, well, this thing has impact, and it, they are not ever going to get covered, so... Uh, but it turns out FDs are pretty good against a lot of stuff,
1: because you get to throw a lot of dice at range 5, which not a lot of things do, so... um silhouette change really helped the fd as well because now that they can shoot from any part of that silhouette it's it's very hard to hide. yeah it's
0: a big yeah it's a big big base they sometimes finding a good place to put them is more than one is challenging sometimes placing that second one is tedious um i know
2: so i do have a question because like i don't play a lot of rebels i don't play a lot of anything that's not republic honestly um but like the three key pieces right now to Rebels are the FD turret, Cassian, and by extension, K2, and Ahsoka. Which of those three, like, if you had to pick one of those three pillars, is, like, which Which is it? Is it Cassian? Yeah, it F- Yeah, it's Cassian.
0: Cassian's always consistently good into, like, everything. Like, just because, like, you can, you know, if you have another commander, you can infiltrate him. So you can put him anywhere you want, any, like, on top of any piece of terrain, uh infinite range sniper with hot with high velocity. He has a red die. Like Iden doesn't have a red die on her sniper. She has two black dice. Yes. Yeah, so Cassian almost worse. he almost always gets a hit. Iden have occasionally with one aim has to just like re-roll just yeah. to hope for a crit. Cassian almost always gets a single crit with an aim. And then K2 just gets to charge him up. Um and then as you need him. Later in the game, I think it's like a lot of it also is like he unlocks K2. Like, you get to take K2 because you took Cassian, and K2 is amazing. Uh, like, if you could take him in any rebel list, he would probably be busted. It that's just like you know, facts. The, but and then, like, he's only 90 points with the gun, <laughs> he's absurd, he's absurdly cheap for what he brings. And like, you can vary even with just Cassian. If you don't want to take K2, you can trade. You can trade pretty easily with just Cassian, and just aiming and shooting all game, like getting you know you can't block the you can't block the crit you can't dodge the crit you know barrier can take care of it but then your barrier is gone for the round, um, but yeah I think Cassie is the one thing that like
1: you probably have to bring, like always and forever. And I th- you mentioned that it unlocks K two and one of the things that I think we're starting to see now that players are solving, the new rules and we're seeing list building hit 800 is ties are a legitimate factor in (laughs) legion these days yep um and i don't just say that from crucible but we talk about a couple of the later events and even some things with invader there were players asking like hey what happens when we tie in a one-off game because both of our lists are set up to play the long game um and k2 kind of lets you break that um because incognito is disgustingly strong
0: so yeah uh at crucible wasn't it liam was playing alpaz and yes. they were yeah and they were basically playing recover and it was like whoever went for the box
1: first probably lost but liam had k2 so it changes everything the, yeah the like, very last mm-hmm. action of the game was a move claimed by k2 who was still incognito yep because there's no way to break it and i think that's why cassian is also just like you mentioned he's 90 points of just i'm gonna shoot and kill anything and then you just get your ability to to break rules of the game. And that's what Yoda does well. He breaks rules with free movement. He breaks rules with positioning. Uh, K2 breaks rules with how you score. It's kind of like, in a different sense, it's why R2 is so good with Secret Mission back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. when he yep. was priced accordingly. Oh, yeah. Any way that you have <laughs> to fundamentally alter the way that the game functions is what you should be taking. And that's what K2 does, better than any other unit Rebels. Yeah, I he think that's fair. Angry. Yeah, I
2: I, I think that, that's fair. He definitely um incognito is a very strong keyword. Uh it's certainly much better on him than it is on the uh that ATSD. <laughs>
1: <Woof. laughs> Man, I, I think I think that's a points factor, just because you can't not use a quarter of your army. K2 you is arguably
0: K2 can be harder to kill than the ATSD, though, because that is just a white safe. I think is that's a red um i like he also has armor one so like those smaller dice pools like you know but uh, yeah i it's easier to sneak k2 around the board and like decide when when you want to break incognito and like the atst it's a little different and if you make like a poor decision you can just like lose it very quickly
1: right well and k2 does things while he's incognito he charges up cassian you can also just um i'm blanking on what it's called you can calculate odds on things that are not cassian too oh yeah 100% yeah. if you have a vet that you know is just going to sit there and aim shoot and obliterate a, why not another you just unit, give them, the just aim give and them another dodge. aim the problem with the the problem with like doing that with a vet is the one you get a suppression. For one suppression yeah, yeah.
2: Matt, are you saying yeah. that you guys don't have units where you can just like <laughs> quick thinking <laughs> on yourself and everybody
1: gets those tokens well see i do now cuz it's Dang. packed in my bag don't worry <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: Who who wants to choose? I don't. Um. Yeah, no. I mean, I think I think you make a really good point about those two units kind of breaking the kind of mold of the game. Um, and I think specifically in the tiebreaker scenarios, uh, I don't have an issue with draws personally. Um, at least in a format where uh, <clears throat> it's Swiss and, um players understand the ramifications of drawing um i think the issue that we are running into is that in the elimination formats um it's not clear what should happen in a draw scenario or how to evaluate what should happen maybe is a better better term to that
1: right we don't have anything in the tournament guidelines that says when it's a one-off elimination game what happens in a draw yeah. And I think we could very easily solve that. It could be something as simple as who had the higher SOS in Swiss. Who had more wins in Swiss. You could just work it down the way that we do it for tiebreakers now for deciding cuts. That would be very, that would be fine. And then if AMG wants the ability to of draws to be in the game, we can keep it there with no problems. You know, when you step to the table, one of the players will be aware that they need to to make a play. And if they don't, then they're out, you know. I just, it needs to be public common knowledge and we don't have that common knowledge at the moment. I just decided tournaments tournament.
2: Yeah. I will say like before, obviously draws were um, determined by who was blue player, um, which was a big deal. Uh, I think in more ways than one, it obviously set the tone for the game, but, but now I think, um, in my experience, uh, it is vastly more advantageous to be red player at the moment. Um, like vastly, I'd, I'm not even sure it's like super close, uh, because because as a red player you just set the terms for the engagement now, um, and you're winning on ties,
0: mm-hmm.
2: D- generally, because because you're not up on the bid.
0: I'm usually pretty comfortable being red player, and I often am because I don't like to bid a lot.
1: Yeah. And when you're saying red player, um, it's funny, I we didn't even share the notepad but my notepad right after the thing that says ties says 800 points or bust question mark and i i think that kind of is that way for red player because 799 is arguably actively bad right now
2: i it 100 percent is it, if you're gonna bid to be blue like bid to be blue like yeah. if you feel
0: like you have to be blue like you need to bid you, and if you, you don't want to bid find a way not to take any bid yes I like it. you
2: need to be at 800 yeah. Um, we need
0: one point upgrades in this game let's go i actually think it's important <laughs> that there are not to I be agree with that.
2: Yep. um it, otherwise it, it's too easy it's too easy it actually makes you make choices in list building that mm-hmm. are yep. at least sort of interesting i agree with you 100%. know
1: um yeah smoke grenades versus recon intel is a decision you have to make and do you just cut something else to add a different upgrade like that, that's right. an actual thought process
2: yeah um like i've been toying with like different versions of the yoda list and I'm like, you know, slotting upgrades. I'm like, oh, I can't do this. This leaves me a 799. Like that's not acceptable yeah, in any way, shape, or form. I like I do never want to be go into a game being like proverbial old red player. Like that, that does not sound like a good time to me. Is that healthy? I don't know. I haven't decided <laughs> yet. <laughs> um from a list building perspective, it certainly is. From an actual gameplay standpoint,
0: I don't know. TBG. Yeah. We don't, like we don't have enough data yet.
2: It's one of those things that I think we've got to feel out as the meta continues to shake out. Um, I could easily see just making blue player win ties again.
0: Um, I think red player has too many advantages
1: now, like that compared to like what they had before uh yeah the only two times that i chose blue player um i thought i threw the game because i chose blue player uh and it was actually both of the top cut games um i sure. did not want to play against recover against liam um because i just thought i was going to lose the same way that alpaz did with k2 yeah. getting that box so i took blue figuring ah you know it's fine and then he took the board edge and i was like shit <laughs> i made a mistake
2: well, and in um, that situation, it's red. You can just make sure you don't play recover, right?
1: But yeah, nine times out of ten, yes.
2: Yeah.
1: The only thing is, is droids suffer a little bit from conditions. Um, sure. Like, limvis is actively bad for me. Hemden is actively bad for me. And it is very hard to balance an objective as well as keeping both of those away. And it's one sure. of the reasons I need to stop playing droids. Um Like you can you can ban and control two categories just fine. As soon as you add that third, it is so much more variance based on the flop. Yeah, Um, and then in our game as well, I didn't want to play hostage, so I took blue player to eliminate your battle deck, and then you took that board edge, and I was like, "Well, this is a mistake."
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the board edge was was definitely the most important thing in our game for sure. Um, and it just like the issue is that like. With blue, you get your battle deck, but you don't get a ton of control over it. A lot of the also like meta lists that are kind of like coming into being are like also kind of don't care about objectives. Like yeah. if Yoda becomes a thing, he kind of doesn't care what objective you play for the most can, part.
0: Yeah, he can kind of play all of them.
2: He he can play yeah. all of them like pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like bombing run breakthrough, let's do it, you know. I I don't know. Um,
1: it's it, hard to
0: like completely kill anything in your list. Like it's well, very
1: hard. That and I mentioned earlier the the mold breaking. Yoda moves anything. 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 So um, bombing run, all of a sudden you just move your arc trooper. And now I can move claim the bomb that you just dropped. And now that you can pass, like you're at a nine activation all the time. They're not, you can't hold every bomb until an 11th drop. No. No, you very plus much you can't. have to survive to get there. Which is which is tough to do, as yeah. I've discovered. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> um it's it's like it's a big deal. And um, no, I think Yoda specifically, he's like if Jedi are like quarterbacks, he's Tom Brady, you know, like he's he's telling people <laughs> where to go, he's doing the things. He might not be the most athletic dude at the table, but but um, he truly, I think the only unit in the game that might be like an actual battlefield commander like, and feels that way in in that list specifically. you're not using him as a Jedi. you're using him as like you go over there, you go yeah. do this, you do that, and it's all it's more efficient than him being a Jedi almost.
1: um oh yeah. You could not give him a lightsaber weapon, and he would still be fine in your setup.
2: I, you know, I, I talk about this a lot. Like I often don't swing my lightsaber in Anakin games. I I can count on one hand the amount of times I swung Yoda's lightsaber over the course of Crucible, um, and he can swing it twice on his one pip turn, right? Um, like shots, yeah. like I took into his. Can he swing
0: thing. it twice all the time? Yes. N- yes. Yeah. Yep. Tar lets him do it all the time. I mean, the, the thing is, like, yeah, if you don't have
2: charge, it's sometimes really hard to do that. Oh, yeah, sure. You have to already
0: be there.
1: Like, something ran into Yoda, and you're like, okay. I mean, you probably only swing the saber against Dark Troopers. <laughs> um, and even then, that's going to be situational based on where they're at. I if swung it
2: to, into Grievous. I was going to say, if you have to fight uh, you're another We're talking about
1: like real units, Mike. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but the only reason I swung it into Grievous was because Grievous came to me and based me. You know, but, like <laughs> I didn't. Really I nuts. didn't go to
0: him. He, he wanted that little short lightsaber for his collection. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. didn't um, go his way. I guess.
2: But like, that's the thing. Like, you you just don't need to do that. Um, and ob- and like, oftentimes, like, just guidancing something with Relentless on it is like ten times better than swinging Yoda's lightsaber or trying 100%. to take a like. It's taking a second arc shot is way better than doing anything Yoda could do with his attack profile. Um, most of the time. Um, anyways i i don't mean to like sing the praise to the list too much but i do think that moving forward like uh from what i am gathering a lot of people are switching to yoda and like you need to have a plan for how to deal with that list moving forward agreed Um, so do we think draws are like what happened at crucible as far as the draw thing was like okay like how are you guys feeling i don't
0: think there was any like ill i think that like austin is i like i've watched austin play austin's a very competitive player and like it did not benefit him to engage in the same can be said for tyler his opponent and it just so happened that they got paired up twice in a row and you know basically did the same thing it was like I think at the end of the first game, like they had each killed like two models or something like that.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: I'm gonna qualify my answer of I don't think draws are okay because we don't have a ruling.
2: That's if, yeah, that's
1: if we had a ruling of if X then Y, I think they're totally fine. Intentional draws are a thing in like literally any kind of competition from sport to shooting to tabletop gaming. Yeah, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. We just need to know what happens when they happen. And then I think that's that solves the issue. Um, like, I think Jordan handled it very well. He was very clear with both players from the outset. This is what's going to happen when you drew, or yeah. if and when you draw. That's fantastic. I don't necessarily think that, like, a die roll is the best way to solve it. Um, but I think it is a great decision that he made a decision and let both players know before the game began. So that's public knowledge. That's totally fine, you know. I would uh-huh. I would have preferred to see like record or SOS d- determine it, um, but like that's just personal preference. And as long as the players know before the game begins, there's no issue with that. But that's why I just sure. think that draws are a problem until we get an FX then Y. And then they're fine, and it's just like literally any other competition across the globe.
2: Yep, I think that's fair because because the main thing you know, and we haven't like talked about this directly is that like knowing what the status of like who wins in a draw situation in an elims game like it determines who's more aggressive right yes it's it's like old blue and red um Mm -hmm. which inherently is very fundamental to how how the rest of the game is going to go
1: there's a lot of situations in legion that are set up to tie that do not happen because legion has a very casual community that does not frequently want to sit there for six turns I'm not saying that Legion is a casual game. I'm saying a lot of Legion players do not want to sit there for three hours at a table and not do anything. And we've seen that from the lowest levels of play to the highest levels of play. And now that we have an option of that being a thing, um, there just needs to be an answer. Because the game is not... The objectives are not designed for ties in mind. And now yeah. we can tie. So let's fix it. Takes one line in an RRG. Or a... Competitive guideline, or whatever they call it these days. Galactic conquest. Yeah, it takes one line in a galactic conquest document to make that just a perfect situation. Agree, that's fair. Well, I expect DMs from that one, but we'll see.
0: (laughs) You asked for it. I did. Direct your comments to Mike Cirillo, please. Not me. Uh yeah other mike i don't um, want him. No. this is what i'm here I'm, I'm
1: just here to guest on your show and say things that i shouldn't yeah that's this is fine this is great
0: <laughs> um yeah that's i mean that's it right yeah congrats on winning crucible mike barry Thank uh you. better luck next time mike cirillo
1: yeah that's all right always the bridesmaid it's fine
0: you you'll you'll get it. you'll get it one day no, it was that was
1: exciting man. that was a chance for both of us to win our first convention yeah, yeah. so that was cool I'm, i didn't I'm, realize
0: that mike barry hadn't won one yet i didn't
1: either until we it. were talking about like,
0: it.
2: i didn't realize that uh, there's been a there's been a lot of top yeah. eights and top fours and top yep. twos and yep. you know uh, in fairness i the la uh I'm, i've made the finals at lvo the finals at richmond this year i lost the lvo finals i just conceded <laughs> Richmond finals because i didn't want to play against dark rumors yeah. it's like i'm good i get whatever um so that one that one's on me um but yeah i definitely it was good that we um
1: we faded each other until the finals i was happy about that you were happy about it I, I was very public for like 72 hours before we played that you were the last list I wanted to play against <laughs> well, and I was the last
2: list you got right but against. you have
0: to be
1: you have to like you can't avoid it forever oh that's, for sure yeah, well yeah. so I can if it loses and that's what that's I was banking fair. on but unfortunately no. it came up red and I bet black <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean if you think those were your odds uh <laughs> A little, a little lower little lower. yeah as far as i mean i i definitely the yeah the i don't know i'm we'll see what happens at pax i'm planning on bringing something very similar really. look world um i think that list is like pretty hard to beat
1: yeah, I have a test game tomorrow morning, and I have a little little twist that I'm excited to try for it. Ooh, little yeah. Twist, huh? twist!
2: Yeah, a little twist. Okay,
1: all, all right. Twist. There's definitely
2: it's definitely not the most optimal for, for configuration of it yet. I don't uh, I don't yeah. know
1: what it is. Uh, I think. There's we're probably thinking of like the same two pieces that you can swap around that I I'm excited to swap a couple of those and see what happens. Yeah. I,
2: I definitely I'm not gonna claim to have like found the end all be all version of a list. I generally don't find the end all be all versions. I leave the tweaking up to other people. You, heard, you, <laughs> you heard open the first, door for
0: somebody list. else to run through. I right? just
2: I, I generally can't play a list to the point where like that many times to like figure out the most optimal configuration. And like, I don't have that sort of
1: patience. Um, you don't want 37 Krennic boss reps? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. No, no one does. No one does. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? No.
0: Thank you both for joining me.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. I uh I was excited that I got to spend the weekend with you guys, and then excited we got to follow it up with this. So
1: yeah, and we had fun times in the airport. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. we all yep. It was great. I had to sit next
0: um, to somebody on the plane. I hated that. Yeah, you said they were very rude. (laughs) They were. They were. Oh no. He like tried to fit like his carry like his like carry on under the seat. It's like, bro, it ain't gonna fit. And he's like, Well, the overhead's full. Go find another overhead. Yeah. Like I, you can't put that there.
2: I mean, I put my carry-on on the seat. Like I actually I carry my army in a carry-on, but yeah, it fits, yeah. but it fits. Your seat, right, right, it fits. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's like one of those old GW cases and mm-hmm. it, it like slides in there pretty well. I'm also short, so I don't need the leg room.
0: <laughs> My yeah, that's
1: <laughs> I don't, my... I don't have that luxury there.
0: my battle phone bag is like exactly big enough to be a personal item like for for american airlines because their personal item size is like a little bit bigger than other airlines uh so it's like it fits right under the
1: seat which is like perfect uh oh speaking of airlines um thank you jordan for getting both mike and i on the watch list (laughs) <laughs> we're not on the watch list. But I'm we kidding. did get stopped. We did get stopped. And, <laughs> and and they definitely were looking for our best
2: car, best car trophy <laughs> they were like, for Where's for the sure. best
1: car? Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> but, we were uh, we were watching it as the bag went through and I saw like half the bag light up red and I was like, yeah. oh here we go.
2: Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um yeah. Yeah, no, that's for sure. It turns out large chunks of metal set things off and what I assume is partially <laughs> metal detectors. Um Imagine that adds up, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's it. I think we're done. I think we're done. Cool, (laughs) big, cool, cool. I'll talk to you. We'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening, as always.
1: Yeah.